Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest where things stand on government funding. Number two, new poll numbers on Russia. And number three, a few notable ads from the tally. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Things are getting uh, right down to the the, uh, deadline, unsurprisingly, here in Washington with government funding expiring on Friday three days from today, uh, and we still haven't seen the $1.5 trillion omnibus bill that's designed to keep federal agencies open through the end of the fiscal year. Uh, You guys were digging into this all last night. Where do things stand? Well, um, that's a really good question. Uh, This is no way to run a railroad or a country, actually. Or a household, truly. (laughs) Forget the railroad. This is no way to run a country. Um, the government is out of money on Friday, uh, after, by the way, after kicking the ball, uh, what is the, what is that stupid thing we say? Kicking the can, I guess. Um, a lot of metaphors here (laughs) happening, kicking the can, uh, last month or whenever that was earlier this year. Um, and we, the $1.5 trillion omnibus bill, which has been the subject of behind the scenes negotiations for, you know, uh, a couple weeks now, almost a month, more than a month, is still not out, and it needs to pass by Friday. Let's just start with the real big challenges here. Uh, Wednesday, t- when on Wednesday, theoretically, the House is supposed to be out of session as starting Wednesday afternoon for the House Democrats' retreat in Philadelphia, um, and so con- the House needs to do something like today or tomorrow, basically. Um, and, uh, so the rule, so they needs to come out now. It needs to come out today and it, it needs to come out really soon. And the, the crazy thing is when you think about it, um, how lawmakers are going to have a day, if that, to go through this bill. And, and let's be clear. Most members of Congress don't read the bills. I don't care what they say. Their aides read the bills. They look at the summaries. They don't go through it all. But this is going to cause a lot of um, a lot of anxiety and angst among uh, Democrats. Republicans are going to use it to to just pummel Democrats saying that it's it's a uh, irresponsible governing. And there's I mean, I, you could be your own judge there that they're going to pass a $1.5 trillion bill with one day. But there's a couple, you know, interesting dynamics that have happened here. Number one, the COVID relief piece, which the White House wanted at $22.5 billion, is uh, now about $15 billion. So it's shrunk a good deal. Um, and that Ukraine piece, the Ukraine aid package, is went from $10 billion, really $6.4 billion last week, $10 billion over the weekend is now at $12 billion. So that Ukraine piece is supposed to be kind of the candy, the 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 carrot to help Democrat to help Republicans vote for this bill. So that's kind of where we stand here. Um, March 11th deadline, not looking, uh, you know, not looking to uh, this is looking rough. Yeah, I think one of the things that's 
interesting, though, is oftentimes when you get down to these kind of T minus 24, 48, 72 hours, the tensions rise. But so far, the body language by those involved is still fairly positive, I would say, right? Um, you know, whether it's Deloro, who's chairing the House Appropriations Committee, or even, you know, Kay Granger of Texas, the ranking Republican on the panel. Uh, we're quoting her this morning as, uh, as saying uh, she was joking about, you know, whether everything was okay with the bill or not. She said, I didn't say that uh, before jumping in an elevator. Uh, you can read more about that on Punchable News. Uh, but, you know, the biggest thing is there's still some of this outstanding issues, right? Like also the tax extenders package. I mean, it's not as if they're just, you know, kind of wiping things, making sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. I mean, there's still some still still some substantive work to be done. There is. I mean, there's still there's still work to be done. But if we don't see a bill today, um, we're in trouble because because I mean, imagine putting out a bill tomorrow, Wednesday, taking it to the rules committee, voting on it and leaving in one day. That is that is ugly. Um, it's now a fast I wouldn't, track, to say the least. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the Democratic leadership to be able to do this. They don't, you know, they've at least been honest with people and, and not said we're going to give you 72 hours to read a bill like Republicans did when they were in the majority um, because Republicans said they would, and then they actually never did. They just basically allowed the bill to be out parts of three days. So they'd put it out on a Tuesday and then they a Tuesday night and they'd vote Thursday morning, which is really a day, not three days. Better than doing it in one day. Um, but then when it gets to the Senate, it's it's just got to it's really got to um, they got to be really careful. They got to watch themselves here because Schumer, Chuck Schumer, the Senate majority leader, is going to need lots of cooperation here. Um, and. uh I would just say, again, really tough, really tough, um, just a really tough situation for the for the leadership as they try to get this through. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We've got some new numbers from a Quinnipiac poll uh, that has some interesting things to consider as the White House looks to move on Ukraine and uh, tries to figure out what's the next uh, step with as Russia continues uh, its incursion in, in that region uh, and in that country. So 71% of those polled said they would support a ban on Russian oil even if it meant higher gas prices. That's a pretty stunning number, Jake, uh, particularly as you have Democrats making the argument that, uh, you know, Americans should potentially take a financial hit in order to help Ukraine, but a lot of nervousness about inflation, about the, you know, kind of in increases at the pump and what that might mean for the midterm elections. Uh, certainly a number that a lot of people are going to be looking at. Yeah, uh, the that's the argument. I, I I spoke to a number of Democratic senators about this yesterday. That is the number that they um, that is the di the political dynamic they are talking about a lot. Um, they they were told, you know, they're telling people that uh, Americans should have to sacrifice here. Dick Durbin said it directly. We need to be honest with the American people, he said, uh, and suggest that um it's going to we're going to we're trying to help Ukraine and it's going to impact us. Now, listen, the, the the irony here is that Republicans are saying they want to ban Russian oil and gas. And at the same time, 
they are they are saying they're going to turn around in November and they're going to campaign on higher gas prices. <laughs> that's what Democrats keep telling us. And, and that's a tricky situation because they're pushing for policies that would impact um, uh, gas prices. And, and they're going to then say gas prices are too high. All that said, I mean, some of the Republican solutions, which is increased domestic production, increasing domestic production, according to experts, would not have an immediate impact, perhaps, on on uh, gas prices. It might have an immediate some there might be some downward pressure on gas prices if there was opening up of drilling on public lands, which a lot of Democrats do not support. So um, a really tricky situation. But th- that number is pretty high. And I'm, su- I'm surprised it's that high. Uh, there are some other interesting uh, numbers as well. Just going quickly through that, 56% of those polled say President Joe Biden's actions to sanction Russia has have not been tough enough. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. 79% say they would support U.S. military intervention if Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered an attack on a NATO ally. Another no- just a number to kind of watch in terms of sentiment here. Um, for, you know, where uh, where exactly the American people are as it comes to the situation in Ukraine. Yeah, that, I, I also I want to be clear here. The the U.S. has said they are not putting um, they're, they're not putting troops in Ukraine. So let's just be completely clear about that, because Ukraine's not a NATO ally. But if if Russia does go into a country like um, uh, Poland or something like that, again, want to be careful here. There's no indication that they are going into any other country besides Ukraine at this point. Uh, that number is probably heartening for Joe Biden. I would also point out uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has a 66% approval rating in the United States, which is way higher than any politician ever in the, in the United States. So maybe Zelensky might consider running for president of the United States if he, I'm kidding, obviously, but that's a huge number for Zelensky. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, let's move on quickly to the number three story of the morning. We've got some interesting ads uh, in the tally here. I'm going to just do this first one. Uh, Tom Barrett, who is running against Michigan Democratic Representative uh, Elisa Slotkin, held a fundraiser last night at a home that was owned by Altacore Inc. Altacore is the DeVos Family Corporation. Of course, the DeVosses are a big force in Michigan politics and certainly something uh, to watch in terms of the amount of money that he's going to be able to raise there. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, winning for winning for Women Action Fund is launching a one point four million dollar ad campaign in support of Jane Timken in Ohio. Ohio is a hotbed of political advertisement. Very tight primary between Jane Timken, J.D. Vance, Josh Mandel, a um, uh, bunch of other a few other candidates that are uh, uh, making waves. A lot of money on TV, tons of money on TV in Ohio. We're featuring a lot of those ads every day. All right. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Happy International Women's Day. Please leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.